the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. I missed you guys. Welcome back to another YouTube live stream. Off last week because we had Thanksgiving in the States. But I'm back and I'm super excited to have you guys back here as well. Feels normal again. Kind of missed doing this. But today we're going to talk all about how do you build a successful indie app studio. And I've got a friend of mine, Masood, who's done just that. He's going to share some numbers with you. I told him, share what you feel most comfortable sharing. But he's developed a ton of apps, portfolio of apps, and built it to a real great business. So I'm super excited to, or to talk to him and so that you guys can ask him any questions. And if you want to check out any of his apps, go to editor.app, editor.app, and I'll pull up your website as, you, as I bring it on. So, welcome. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Okay, so what are you willing to share? How, how successful is this company that you built, my friend? Um, so the company is uh, right now registered in uh, Canada. We started in 2018. Um, I think we have around uh, 10 million or maybe more than 10 million downloads so far. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. That's, congrats, man. And it's been, you know, I know the exact numbers. And so I was like, hey, you got to come on and share how you've been able to do that. Let's start with day one, 2018. Like, what was your mindset? How did you start approaching apps to now where you're at right now? Sure. So I actually started with, so Mike, I'm, I, I am a software engineer by trade. So I have been in the industry for uh, more than 10, 12 years. Um, and then I started making games, uh, but the game space was so competitive, so I had to get out of there <laughs> because I couldn't uh, make that much money with games. Um, and then uh, I basically was looking for some other sector which may be having similar popularity or similar downloads, uh, similar growth in App Store, uh, but also a little bit less competitive than game. So. I choose the photo video uh, section. And then um, I think we started with one game. We did some research and tried to find out um, uh, what was missing from the market, um, what might get some uh, traction um, with our low budget or, or in a very organic way. Uh, yeah, so we, we started making apps. I think we started. Uh, with three apps in three months, then we started optimizing those. Um, and then uh, over the time, those started getting downloads, started getting some revenues. Um, yeah. So yeah, we just right now we just uh, work on improving them. Uh, I think you're in mute. Thank you for that. Talk to me about your launch process. As an indie app developer, I know people in the audience are, are you know, Johan's like, I'm loving this topic, but if you don't have a huge budget, which I'm going to assume, Masu, that you didn't want to put like poor thousands, tens of thousands into an app launch, how did you, you know, systematically approach launching an app, testing the market, and then, you know, finally hitting those revenue numbers? Um, so when we started, um, 
So the company was registered in 2018, but we actually started a little bit earlier, around 2016, 17. And by then, I would say the market was not as much competitive as it is now. Um, so we could do some uh, app store optimization, which would work but at that time, but uh, I'm sure it will not work now. So for many of our old apps, we got those sorts of growth, organic growth, organic downloads through app store optimization some growth hacking, which used to work um, at that time, not so much um, in 2020. Um, but uh, so that was that was for our old apps. So with the new apps, um, what we focus is basically getting um, some early ratings, early reviews, some early feedback from the users, um, just to see if the apps are um, getting some traction from the users, uh, getting some revenue as well. Then once we see that it's um, getting some, uh, we, can, we can get some revenue, then we try out with some paid marketing. Got it. Hey, Mitsui, just be careful. I think you're on a, a laptop or something. I'm hearing some, some movement on the sound too. But when you said early users, early feedback. I know Chad Moretta said this as well. Like he likes to launch free, get those early use ratings in there. Yep. How are you getting those early users and early ratings? Are you doing anything within the app to promote that? How? Are, yeah, what's happening? Um, it depends on the app, also the category, I think, because uh, in certain category, it still may be a little bit less competitive, so you still might get some downloads or some early users just by doing extra optimization or some organic way. Um, in other categories, more competitive categories or more competitive competitive spaces where there are already uh, many old apps, like established apps, you might not get that much um, organic users um, without spending some budget, maybe on Apple Snapchat or some other, uh, let's say Zoom marketing, those sorts of things. Okay. I like that. The other thing I want to talk about is have you done, do you do anything from a conversion rate optimization perspective to try to see if some revenues are coming out? Does that make sense? Uh, so are you talking about revenue or? Like yeah. So like you get those early users, you get into those downloads through ASO and maybe through some app store search ads or some paid marketing channels. Yeah. And then from a revenue perspective, are you like, is it just following the best practices, having some subscription pages on there and then being like, Hey, is this driving revenue? Is that all that you're doing? Yes. Yeah, so one thing we definitely do is we research the competitors. Like we research a lot, like top five competitors, um, out of three, we research a lot, like what are they doing that's working? Mm. Um, what kind of subscription price is working? What kind of trial? So everything, basically everything that they're doing. And um, at the beginning, we didn't want to uh, change or experiment a lot. I mean, comparing with the competitors, like whatever is working with the competitors, if we see a pattern, we simply try to follow that. But uh, with our old apps, we used to do a lot of experiment. Uh, for example, we used to do experiment with the subscription period, like is the weekly one working better or is the yearly one working better? So those sorts of things or the prices, uh, what kind of prices, the low prices, 
makes us more revenue or like higher prices makes us more revenue. So those are something we used to do a lot um, at the beginning of uh, for our old apps. You know, you also said that once it starts generating revenue, maybe now you're going to spend some marketing, paid marketing channel, paid marketing on it. The because you study the market, you know these apps will generate revenue. What revenue numbers are you looking at to be like, okay, now I can reinvest in some paid marketing? Um, so one of the uh, metric would be average revenue per user. So at the, uh, there's another thing is that like at the beginning, you may not figure out the lifetime value of the user. So you may not you may, you may not uh, have already figured out the lifetime value by let's say three months or two months. So at the beginning we have to little bit uh, do some guesstimation, like maybe comparing with other our other apps as well, comparing what is the conversion rate, what is the free to trial conversion rate, what is the um, uh, overall uh, value I'm getting from this user. So those sort of things comparing with my other apps. Then if I see uh, this app is doing better in terms of those conversions or in terms of those metrics with, compared to my other apps. Uh, then I feel a little bit more confident uh, going into paid marketing. Love it. All right, let's get some shout outs. All right, we got Drink Drama. Good to see you. Hello, hello. We got Jane. How's it going, Jane? What do you see in the stars for me, Jane? Uh, Leandro, what's up, my brother? And then Bianca, hello from sunny Colorado. Bianca, it's freezing out in California. That's why I've got a sweatshirt, a shirt, <laughs> a little puffy jacket. Johan, what's up, Johan? Good to see you every week. We got Joe always here. Vitaly, good to see you, brother. Vitaly's got a great app. He's doing really well, too, Vitaly. We got to get you on. Johan said, hey, Steve, you should get AdChill. I know John from AdChill, so I'll, I'll try to ping him again and be like, Johan, ask, specifically ask for you. Do you want to give a shout out to Tracy and Tiffany, whose hat I'm wearing as well? They are the entrepreneur Nubians. And so they're teaching black owned. Well, they are black business owners and they're the app for helping other black business owners scale and start their business and all that stuff. So I want to give a big shout out to them. That's why I'm repping their hat. They're out in the, they're in the app masters, the mastermind as well. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Everybody's putting up. So we got Alex from Michigan. Got to be cold out there. Baruch, what's happening, brother? And then Courtney's here and Romaine. You're in Tokyo now, man? You're always traveling, Romaine. Okay, congrats, man. All right, so here's some of the, the apps that we're gonna be looking at. Do, do, do. And I also wanna talk about this with you, Masood, is uh, here. So we got Mr. Big Shot. I don't know if you have these apps on, the, on your phone, but we can look at it from my phone. So we got Mr. Big Shot. We've got Fit Carrie Underwood, Masood. Look at that, right? Look at <laughs> Carrie, how about some collab? So, and then we got this app, Dictator, and then we've got a pretty racy app. And so I don't know how far into this app I want to get into, but I, I'll try to do that. All right, so let's let's start with Mr. Big Shot, if you don't mind, Masood, and then we'll get into some of the questions I want to ask you as well. So Courtney, oh, okay, Courtney's here. Mr. Big Shot, making money is fun. She says, hey, is the game compelling? So let's check out the game, Masood. All right, I've got the game right here. We'll give Courtney, it looks like, judging from the screenshots and all the stuff, challenge friends, money talks, 
real stock data play. So I don't know what the game is about. That's my first thing. What do you think, Masin? Yeah, so I tried the game a little bit. Um, I think, so yeah, that's one thing which is confusing. I was a little confused. Was it for educational purpose or was it for just for fun? Or is it kind of mixed, like entertainment or those sorts of things? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think so too. And it looks like judging from these screenshots is it's a stock stimulator, which is great. Like, I think yeah. that is a fun thing to do. So Mr. Big Shot, Pat, ever making money and you can earn skin. So making money, I think it's interesting. It says it's been featured in Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, Forbes, Bloomberg. Okay. Again, Courtney, maybe you could tell, let us know that I'm assuming it's a stock stimulation. So I get some money, I invest in some stocks, you simulate it, you have real data. And then I did this in, in college where the, we did this, it was super fun. But I think I would make that known into the screenshots. Like first screenshot, you'd be like, you know, play stocks, simulated, learn, have fun, blah, blah, blah. And then second screenshot, been featured in Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, Forbes, Bloomberg, and all that stuff. Give some social proof. I think from a ASO perspective too, Masood, like obviously mm -hmm. we both know that you want to have, I don't know if there are keyword volume for this, but you want to have stock simulation, play stocks for fun, something like that in here. Cause if you just have making money, I don't know if you're really, if I'm really making money or if I'm just playing, you know, fun money, like monopoly money. Yeah. Also, I think like I have been interested in stock investment recently. So, it looks like a good start. I feel like if there were some other options to research, like I, I can, I, I can see, I can allocate some money for investing stock. Mm -hmm. uh, but if, if there are some other statistics, like usual investor look before uh, spending some money with the stock. So those sorts of some statistics like P ratio or those sorts of things, some more data, maybe, uh, maybe it could, add a little bit more value, like some more education as well. Uh, but if that's not the goal of this app, like if, if it's only for fun, then I think that that might be overdue. So we might not need that. So, th so the main question is who I am targeting this app for. Yeah. Yeah. So Courtney, she's in the comments. So we, we do ask everybody that we're going to be auditing apps. We'd let them know that you're going to be on. We're going to be auditing your app. So please come in. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm sorry to play some stocks too, if it's more educational, but fun at the same time. Like I, like I said, I did this in college and it was a lot of fun <laughs> back then. Masood, I just, I was very much into WWE wrestling. And so I was <laughs> buying stuff, buying stock in companies that I was like, I love this stuff. And so not really the most intelligent <laughs> investing decisions, but that's how I was doing it. Or uh, yeah. And I thought there would be, like within the app itself, I thought I could pick different stocks, but it looks like I was only able to pick these like five or six in there. So, which is kind of weird. I was expecting to pick like, I thought Tesla like or whatever. Paper trading or something like people do, uh, like people do a stock investment simulation kind of without real money. Like that's called paper trading, right? So mm -hmm. at first I thought it's that kind of uh, app. Um, for me, I'm, I'm just not, even if it's for fun, I cannot pick all the stocks. Um, basically I have very limited options. I, I'm not sure why I'm picking this stock versus that stock. Yeah. So, 
those sorts of things. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure either. And if it's for education, I think that's great. But if it's not, then yeah, correct. The game is about stocks. Okay, but and then she's on a little bit of a delay too. Okay, so that's some feedback for you. It it doesn't feel. It's kind of weird. Like it feels like. Is it supposed to be educational? Do I can I buy real stocks? It doesn't seem like I can. It's sort of simulating for fake socks and seeing what happens. And I don't know if that's compelling enough for me to play a game like this. But I think you know what, Masu, like an idea would be we just one of the things I want to talk about too is we just did a at Masters Virtual Summit all about games. Courtney, and so I don't know if you've signed up for it, but it's still free. So you guys can sign up for it at masters.com slash summit but what we talked about there was utilizing different i'll use homescapes and gardenscapes a mechanism that has high retention such as match three for example and adding another layer and so courtney i can see this developing into like if you think about homescapes and gardenscapes it's about decorating your home and garden but the main core gameplay is a match three game which i didn't actually know but we talked about utilizing something like that and adding another layer of this game to differentiate yourself from like the jewel. You know, it's like the evolution of match three. So it could be like you have something good here, but maybe the core gameplay needs to be something else, not actually playing stocks. Just yeah. an idea. Brainstorming some stuff. Okay. Anything else you want to add here, Masood? No, I, I just think I really like this app. Um, like the idea of it, I liked it a lot because um, also lately, I think you have been following the trend, like many young people also getting into stock investment. So yeah. I think if, if uh, the developer can maybe um, turn it into some or add some educational value also, I think more yeah. interested. Um, another thing is, I think if they can get more people who are interested in stock investment, they can maybe collaborate with some some online brokerage or something to mm -hmm. get more users, uh, uh, maybe get them to uh, publish some ad. I don't know. Uh, that may be also possible. So, yeah, I like that. Sorry, go for it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Because I think lately, because of the stimulus money, also uh, like lately, many people are investing money in stocks. I think it's a very interesting idea. Just need to push a little bit further to make it more useful. Yeah, and I think, you know, I see, I'm seeing from the app store there's some monetization, but I, like I said, I can't seem to find any monetization within this app. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I we can add stock that might be behind the payment gate. I went to round two or something, round three maybe. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yeah, so we can add wildcard stock. Okay, then if we go, oh. So, yeah, it's not letting me pick any specific stock, I think. Yeah. That's right. So Courtney says, all the data is real and historical. Schools have been using the game, and that may be the best target market. Yeah, and I think Romain said this too. have to acknowledge the technical effort behind this app, though. Yes, I completely agree. It's well-made, well-designed. Yep. The technical aspect has got to be extremely hard, too. And yeah. It's it's very interesting. I just it's a yeah. very interesting start. It's a very good start. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, very good start. And I think Courtney, what I would say is there's no 
I don't know how to buy anything. And so if you're trying to make money off of it, or if you're just trying to, you know, target schools, that's a whole different chap, the whole different thing. But the, what I would say is, you know, be a little bit more aggressive. You know, I've been saying this, we have stats to back it up to now and, you know, be a little bit more aggressive in the payment of this type of stuff. Okay, cool. I guess it would be worth making it clear then. Uh, cool. I think we're good. What do you think, Vincent? Yeah, ready to move on? Yeah, let's move on. All right, cool. Uh, Barack says, Steve, can you review my app? I can. All you got to do is go to appmasters.com slash audit, and you can get that, and that's how you fill out the form. We got a long spreadsheet, and then it'll, when we are about to review your app, we will actually email you and let you know. But Masu, what I really want to talk to you about is, you know, you got a great looking app portfolio right here. How do you kind of figure out when to build that next app? And what are you, what are you doing? Instead of like maybe focusing on the four or five that's been working, you see some traction. How do you know that, hey, let's, let's build another app. Let's build this app. Yeah, so basically we look into two, two sides of the app. Uh, one is um, how much is the competition? um and also like how difficult it will be for us to get into the market um and the second thing is can i make money can we make money with these apps because we may get uh, there may be some apps we may get lots of downloads but we may not get as much revenue to sustain because also i have a team and i have designers and everything so i have fixed cost also so we have to make sure both those things we can get downloads and we can also get revenue so do our own research um and then if you get which will be for us. So, and then do you just study the market again to kind of come up with like other apps that you think are worth building? Cause you know, you've got a lot of different ones. You said, you know, you have a lot of beauty, music, sometimes, photos. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sometimes you also do some experiment just to see if we can, we know sometimes that this is very competitive, but we yeah. see that yeah. this is a very profitable space like we can make lots of money. So sometimes we do some experiment and we know it may not work out. That's the chance we take uh, because we have the team in uh, place. So nice, man. Yeah. Cool. Now, what about hiring, man? Just out of personal curiosity, like when do you decide to hire? Cause you're sort of reinvesting, you know, as someone who's been in the game for a while, like I don't, and I've made some bad decisions when I'm like, oh, I hired too many people and, you know, revenues are not. Do you kind of have a systematic or mathematical way of approaching hiring more people? Um, so it depends on who I'm hiring. Like if I'm hiring a designer or if I'm hiring a developer, so the criteria may be different. Um, if I'm hiring designer, um, and if I'm hiring from freelancer site, I can definitely look into some, uh, like some data, right? How much bad review he or she has, or how much success rate he or she has. So I can see those. And um, for developers, we have we have like full-time developers, and we have a very, I would say, very rigorous recruitment process for our developers um because i think that's a very important part for our team and to keep our apps uh, improving so we keep that part very hard to get the best developers um in terms of marketing um we do some marketing in-house 
and then I think with marketing it's a little bit easier because you can set certain KPI like you can set um, let's say I want to increase ten percent download or ten percent subscription so you can set those sorts of uh, uh, KPI for marketing uh, yeah. for development also we have we have uh, established some uh, metrics that the developers need to focus on like um, there are certain numbers of bills they have to push to app store or certain numbers of um, push to the source code repository they have to do so those sorts of things basically making a system and putting people in the system in places so that the system works uh, and you don't have to intervene that much like it like it yeah it's all about systems all right so courtney says when you exhaust your trades you have to purchase more and courtney i do it's just it's all about math sorry let me pull up my how many people are exhausting their trades right and you have to think about that and so if you're only getting let's say 20 percent, 30 percent exhausting their trades you're never gonna and then you have to consider that let's say i get 100 downloads 20 percent actually exhaust their trades and only 10% are going to buy, you know, that's a very tiny percentage of your overall 100. That's actually going to pay you money. So think about that. I think it's super, it's good to be aggressive. There's a reason why it works. Trust me. Don't wait too long to ask people to just say like, Hey, do you want to pay? So I do think you should highlight that a little bit more. All right. MS asks, and this is RJ asked the same similar questions. How do you get good, play store graphics like feature banner screenshots and best logo so you got a answer for this um no i we have just a good designer yeah okay. yeah i i say that too but there are so there's canva so i check out canva and i've been trying to get my designer to create some canva templates to hopefully you know we got a bunch of templates here that we use but to hopefully come up with some icons, like I think icons are a great fit for Canva. Screenshots are a little bit harder, but I was trying to get him to create some screenshot Canva templates. There is a website called Placeit, I believe, that you guys can check out. Placeit.net, I've seen them for so long. They've evolved. Oh, wow, they got bought out by Envato. But they used to, you know, you can draw, drag and drop your screenshots onto here and create some screenshots. So PlaySit's really good. They even do mock-ups. So if you just needed something for the web as well, here, let me see. App videos, here, app videos. Here, Android devices, app store screenshots. So here, I'll click the Android devices for you guys since it was Android. So here, these are things that you can do within this. So PlaySit.net would be one to check out. And then there is some paid options and not all free, but that's another way. But I agree with Masood. If you can try to hire a real good designer, because it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And also look into like competitor apps also, like what they're doing, what's working for them. That makes the work much easier. Yeah, I agree. All right. Let's get into joke section. Masood, you got, did you find one or you, you want me to, I'll tee one up and if you've got one, you can do it too. But here's my limo meter part of the show. All right, I like this one. Y'all ready for this? Okay, here we go. Dude, we all know that Albert Einstein was a genius, <laughs> but very few people know that his brother, Frank, was a monster. 
Oh, man. Frankenstein. Get it? Okay. <laughs> I like that one. So you guys let me know if it's lame, 10. You know, we're going backwards on this. One, if you like the joke. 10, if you hated the joke. So put that into a, the comments as well. All right. Cool. We have Anza says, do you have an ASO playbook that you can share with indie app developers? I build apps, so I just can't get over. Yeah, I am thinking about something like that, Azaz. I am thinking about this App Masters Mentors program that I am planning to launch probably in Q2 of next year that will be super affordable, but help you guys with some of the things that can help you grow your apps, for especially for indies. And so I know you guys have no really no budget. And so I'm trying to find something that I can do for you. All right. Gosh. MS says, this is a great question for you, Masu. Like, should I focus on micro niche apps? Um, still depends. I think if it's true, like how micro is it? Like, is there an option for me to grow later? Is there an option for me to make revenue from those apps? Because I don't want to make apps for free. Yeah. So if there is like, there may be some certain sectors, maybe in stock market or something, stock-related apps, where I might make money, but it might be too small area, but I still might make money. So I'm fine with that. Uh, sometimes there, the sector is so, so low, so small, that whatever I do, however I try, I may not make money from this sector uh, like anytime. So those sorts of sectors I would avoid. Agreed. And I talked to Chris, who is a friend of mine and he was talking about, he built an app that, you know, helps you quit smoking weed. And so the analogy, and I would call that micro niche in a way because, but he kind of said, well, there's these like quit smoking apps, right? And then he found a community on Reddit that was talking about it and it's engaging with that Reddit community. Check it, check it out. It's on the, the podcast interview, but he was engaging with that community, found out, and now he's been able to drive that revenue. And so, I agree with Masood, like if it's too micro niche, then you might never find any revenue coming from this. But if there's something similar, but you're doing it for another niche, that's how I would start thinking about it too. And there's some other ones that like, you know, help you stop drinking alcohol and things like that yeah. too. All right. What do you consider micro niche? Would you, so Bianca says, what do you consider micro niche? Co-parenting? I think co-parenting's had a, like there's a lot of apps with co-parenting, so. And Ramon said, Anza, check out App Masters Academy. Yeah, there is a ASO playbook, but the App Masters Academy is kind of uh, expensive. But if you guys want to check it out, go check out App Masters Academy as well. All right, cool. All right, Masood, let's get into our next app. Carrie Underwood. Welcome, Carrie Underwood, to the App Masters podcast. Oh, my goodness. I'm super excited. Big fan. <laughs> excited to have you here no i'm, I'm kidding I, I know it's not carrie but all right let's see what's the question that we want so kim says app store listing optimization improving trial activation via onboarding i love that all right so let's look at the aso here i think do, do you want to start off oops um you want to start with the aso here i'm checking the page so you can start i'm still checking that page Okay. Well, I can start with the ASO. I think right now Fit52 with Carrie Underwood, great app name. I mean, you obviously want Carrie Underwood. I think these are just too competitive. I'm going to, and I was kind of looking at the screenshots too, Masood, and I was like, mm, I like this yeah. first one. And I'm like, is this really speaking to your core audience as well? And so I pulled up Sweat 
and obviously, and I think, you know, with Carrie Underwood being the main star, I'm just assuming, don't call me sexist or anything, that this is a female fitness app. Okay. That's just my assumption, but I love the screenshots here where they're like number one fitness app for women, world's top female personal trainers. They're just hitting home to the Tara audience that, Hey, it's for women, you know, check us out. We've got the top female personal trainers. It's the number one fitness app for women, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's, what's missing here is language that speaks to that audience. That's just my personal opinion. Okay. So um i would suggest i'm not sure if it will work but changing the icon to the to maybe the face of carrie underwood or something i think that's a great idea yeah i agree with that because people will more recognize the app with carrie underwood than 52 brand name yeah um, they've been featured by apple too so it's like you know similar look and feel of this but and then the screenshot i agree i from my experience, it may not work in, I don't know if it will work in fitness or health section, but um, like people don't read that much description on the screenshot. So maybe like we try to use fewer words, four mm -hmm. or five, maybe maximum seven, eight uh, words um, that resonates with the user. So whatever the user may use a search term, uh, that they used to find out find out the app so those search terms we can use in this screenshot i love that idea yeah and then um and this space we have tried this space a little bit tried to um partner with some influencer um it required a little bit work from us to push the influencer as well because we also have to get constant con content from the influencer um so, but if it works out, like if the influencer pushes it well, like to to her fan base, then it yeah. works out. But it's a very competitive space, so um, we have to, yeah. Yeah, and I agree with all that. So here, check it. So, you know, they did sponsor the podcast, so full disclosure there. And that's why I'm using the tool to just kind of show it off. But the it's a great tool. And so one of the things that I wanted to analyze for this for – Kim as well. I was gonna say Carrie, but is the uh, so here. Let's go into keyword analysis real quick for you guys. And this is why I feel like you need to like look. There's good volume for fit 25, 52. I'm sorry. So decent. And you're number one. Tone it up. Mm, okay. But look at this workout for women, right? Like these are good keywords for you that you should be focused on. And your rank for this is 74, so 83. Seven. So these are type of keywords that I would be starting to target rather than these generic ones, workout, tone up, get fit type of things, because this sounds branding oriented, but you shouldn't be branded on here from an ASO perspective. So I don't know what else, but that's, that's how I would start doing that. All right. That was my joke. Let's get into the app. Looks good so far. All right. Join my workouts. One thing that I that I started thinking about, Masood, too, was before even doing this, like this onboarding process, before doing this, asking for the push notifications, right? Like, you know, the onboarding screen should usually be like, hey, not asking for the login right now. It should be like saying, hey, you can get do this and do that. 
but then asking for the push notification and then asking for the login. Yeah. Because I find that like if I don't log in, if I don't mm -hmm. register, and you know the percentages, some people aren't just going to do it. Maybe, maybe we can't win them back anyways. But maybe we can use push notifications to get them to yeah. back in within the app. Yeah. So that that's a very good uh, suggestion. I would say I would push the login to the very end. Yeah. Of the process. Like I would, I would rather show the subscription page first. Then the maybe push notification, then maybe the login when yeah. needed. Because many times we have seen with uh, one of our apps, we, we have we have the user to log in, and many times they leave the app at the login page because they have to share their Facebook information or uh, phone number because you can also log in with phone number. So yeah, that's a very good solution. I like that. I like that recommendation. So all right, let's. And again, I don't like this with the login down at the bottom. Maybe it's good. But it would be kind of cool just to be like, hey, it's Carrie. Welcome to my app, you know? And it's like, whoa. So there's that little like celebrity moment. But let's log in. Hopefully nothing comes up. <laughs> my personal info. All right. Okay. Good. Loading again. Well done. Hi, Steve. Welcome to your joining. Okay. I'm very active. Morning. Workout every single day, baby. Mm. Cool. Now here it is. Have fun. Feel great. Carry underwood. I don't get these 52 cards. I just feel like it doesn't really mean anything to me what these cards are. I don't know. I see that language in the screenshot soon. Like I don't know what that really means. Mm. Yeah. I think uh they should really look into competitor apps because i think they have more uh animated maybe options like on animated um, mm -hmm. um screens in the subscription page yeah i agree oh see now they're asking for push notifications all right yeah. see again you could have asked for it turn on push again think Asked for this before, like Masood said, show the pricing, push, and then sign up. Yeah. Like, not allow. Definitely the sign up page, like um, many many users don't like the sign up at the beginning. That's what I, I have seen from our apps. So it looks like I can't, I have to subscribe or I don't, I can't work out. Too. Yeah. Which, you know, for niche apps like this, it might work. That's what we found out. But it might not work too. Cause I'm always like, shouldn't you let people work out first and then let them in. But for niche apps like this, it might work out. I've got my son bothering me right now. Cool. All right. I think this was good advice. Let me get into some of the comments because MS is like, look at us, look at the comments. All right. Let's see. Here's one question. Derek, Steve rocking the jacket this week. Yes. Derek, that's Eric, Derek Dooley. That's funny. <laughs> uh, somebody should do that in the comments. So that's Eric Wooly, I think it's his last name. But anyways, does transferring apps impact its ASO? I actually don't think so, Masood. Do you, unless you have a different experience. I actually sold one of my apps and they they bought it for, because you know it's been app out since 2011 and it had strong ASO. And I think they wanted it for the ASO to cross promote. And that's what they told me, to cross promote a new app that they were launching with. But I don't think it impacts ASO. Yeah, it should not, but um, I don't have experience in this. Yeah, me neither. 
but I don't think it does too, just from having sold that. All right, MS. All right, MS, I'm reading the comments. I'm with you. I'm not able to outrank my competitor. Tried for a month now. MS, there's there there's some things in the App Masters Academy that I haven't shared publicly that will help with that. And so I don't know what the keyword is. If it's if it's a competitor's app name, probably not gonna outrank them. But if it's super competitive, it might, you know, like think of other words, like if you're driving home, somebody did say that one month is too short. If you're, again, if it's like meditation, it might just be super impossible to do it. And we have seen that with certain keywords, but if it's something different, like I would think about like other keywords, there's not just one main keyword for your app. So think about other keywords too for that. And if they have a ton more reviews, then you might never outrank them either. All right, cool. Anything you want to add that? Let's see. Yeah, maybe try with some uh, long-term, long-term tail, long tail keyword. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. And we are testing that. Like, if we can't outrank them for meditation, can we outrank them for meditation for kids? Just example, right? Like, it has the keyword that I'm trying to target, but it's the long tail of the main keyword that we're trying to go after. All right. Do 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 do. Cool. Barack says, my app is about fourth and fifth place with a keyword, which has about, okay, 100,000 to a million month act active or average monthly search volume, but I can't get enough traffic on my app. What am I doing wrong? Again, really, how do you come up with this 100,000 to a million monthly searches? Because unless it's, you're getting it from Google, that number might be too, inf might be inflated, but Fill out that form. We'll take a look. And I have no idea. I just need more info on that. You got anything, Masood? Uh, it's very difficult to tell. Um, without getting more information, I would say try to optimize the conversion rates more. Yeah. Like from, uh, from the product view page to the install, app install conversion. And then yeah, in your retention too. If it's Google Play, which I'm going to assume you are, then I would try to figure out your crash rates, your retention. Google does take that into consideration too. All right. MS says, if listing is old, does it impact ASO? I do think so. I don't have like hard data to share with you, but anecdotally, I do think that the longer the app has been in the app stores, the better it is for ASO. Yeah, I also think so. Yeah. All right. What? What's your opinion, Masood, on Google Ads for installs? Um, we have tried, yeah, we have tried. It seemed to be a good source of installs, but we tried to optimize for uh, revenue like to get better ROI. What I have seen, it may be for my app, I don't know, but uh, many users download the app, but they don't open the app. So the, uh, like, uh, install to purchase, conversion rate that falls down a lot. Um, but it may be different for different uh, categories of apps. Yeah, Johan, you know, sorry, do you want to add anything? No, I think uh, it's worth giving a try, Google Ads, for instance. I do think so too. And for one of our clients, it's just one of our clients, but essentially we found that the installs, when you compare it to Apple search ads, way cheaper, like way cheaper on Google ads, but the retention rate sucks. You know, we have apps flyer integrated. And so we're able to see all the retention and what people do. And it just is very bad. And so 
I would just be careful with that. I think you can't, it's a black box with Google ads. They don't give you any type of information while you can get low CPIs. If you're trying to really optimize for the revenue, which you should be like Masood said, it might be a great channel for installs, but not a great channel for revenue. MS, where can I get the best free content for ASO? MS, you're there, brother. Just keep lurking. I have a playlist with ASO content. So just search for all that stuff on my channel. All right, any take on IDFA depreciation with iOS 14 and impact on acquisition? You have a, something you wanna say with this, Masood? Um, I haven't actually looked into it that much. Uh... Yeah, me neither. We've done a lot of content on this already. So Romain, I think a lot of other people have too. And so I would just say, just Google it. It's, it's gonna impact it, but we all don't know. That's why we like the app store. It's constantly changing. Your example, Bianca says, meditation for kids as, as long tail keyword. How do you research long tail keyword? Oh, okay. This is easy, Bianca. So she's saying, how do you research long tail keywords well to no difficulty and popularity? So one quick way to do it is, and I already have it up. Let me make sure. All right, cool. All right, I've got this. And so one way is I'm using a tool called app follow. Let's say my keyword, let's use Carrie Underwood as an example. And we want to do workout for women or just women, right? Women. So right here, this is how I would start doing long tail research is just by putting that. So women's workout. And then like, what else? happen. So women's workout at home, blah, blah, blah. You see all these terms now, Bianca. And then I would put them into like app radar or mobile action or sensor tower and just see the competitive, the, the traffic and the competition scores. So let me know what you think about this idea. I've been trying to think about ways where, so I'm using app follow on this where I'll do a, let's just pick a, give me a keyword that you want to rank for, or just any keyword that you think is super difficult. Photo. Huh? Photo. You say? Photo. P H O T O. Photo. Oh, photo. Okay. Got it. All right. So, photo. All right. So, here's a good one. All right. So, here's what I've been doing try to figure out keywords because I'm like, mm, this is really competitive, right? And this is super competitive. <laughs> All right. So, I'll, what I'm doing is looking for the apps that don't make sense. Why are they there? Right. So in the search results, all right, Instagram makes sense. 19 million, 1.2 million. This is a in-app purchase, cool, 68,000, Now right here, so photo grid. I'm like, what, why, why are they, with 31,000 reviews, why are they number nine for this particular keyword? When everybody else is in the hundreds of thousands or really high, you know, close to hundreds of thousands. So I'll pick this app like photo grid, video collage maker, and then I'll go into search ads recommendation right what is it called photo grid yeah photo grid. i'll put in photo grid and then here's how i'm doing keyword research i'm just looking at the keywords that they are using right because when i put this in these apple search as recommendation what apple does and this is api integrated with apple is apple knows their metadata right and so they're going to make recommendations on the keywords based off their metadata so now i'm like all right they must be doing something right if they're ranking really high for a competitive term, but they're not, you know, they're the non anomaly. 
So that's how I start doing some keyword research on here and finding hopefully maybe these type of keywords like photo grid 27 that I might not have thought about if I was just focusing on the top competitors up there. What do you think? Good? Interesting? No? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and also you can find, I think app, app follow also gets the data from Apple Started maybe, right? Yeah, they do. Same thing in Apple Started also. Yeah, it's the same thing as if you did it through Apple search ads. But what I like about this is like, it gives you the traffic scores, yeah. you know? So you can see right off the bat if there's any traffic for anything. Whereas Apple, you know, has those little blue dots. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. CMS, that's why you're here. You know what I mean? This is the best ASO topic. All right. Drink drama. I just called with an Apple employee. They said that drinking games are no longer allowed on their store. Wow, that's a setback. Any ideas on how I could change the concept, Steve? I don't call it a drinking game. Just call it fun games, you know, adult games, right? So I think I would try to do that first and then see if Apple is having problems with it. So maybe try the adult games. There's a ton of adult games out there. Like, I forgot what the names are, but I've seen it. I think it's called Blackheart is one of them, but there are a ton of adult games. So maybe going towards that route would be good for you. Okay. All right, we're running out of time. Uh, in Play Store, it is good. Is it good to involve reviewing an app instead of getting a review on your own game? What do you think? Um, what's the question? Is it... Like, should I review another app instead of my? Yeah, you should review your own app, okay? Bagish, you should review your own app. Let's call it that. MS, why don't you launch an affordable course for indie developer? I am doing just that, MS. You are 14. Congrats, brother. That's awesome. I am 14. You taught me a lot about ASO. Thank you so much. Well, all the love right back to you. Excited for the review and feedback. We're going to try to rush through the rest. All right, cool. I think we're good. All right. Sweet. All right, let's get into some of the, the last two because Ambition Ladies is here. So I want to make sure we get there too. All right, let me pull up. Jeremy, user retention and monetization. All right, let's take a look at his app. Real quick. How are you in time, Masood? Uh, I'm fine. Okay, cool. Let's dictator. Potato strategy. Interesting. Theme world. Feedback was retention and monetization. Okay. Are you playing the game, dude? Yeah, yeah. I, still, I just opened it. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's take a look, Jeremy. This app. You've been liberated. Hooray. You've been struck down the opposers of Russia. Kind of local. Okay, well deserved. My fantasy team. Okay. But as a great leader of a great nation, you have a lot of responsibilities. Let's get first build a farm. Interesting. Okay. Let me put this one stir. Tap on one of your own provinces that doesn't have a building. Click the build button. And where do I click the build button? So you have to tap inside just that black area. Yeah. Okay. I like it when they just point where to press. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. There. The first one, I had no idea where to press. So, Jeremy, the first one, 
Tell me where to press. Put in a little arrow like you're doing everywhere else. Mm -hmm. tubes. I think the first few seconds is very important for them because I don't make games this place, but I used to make games. And what I know is first, like first 10 seconds, 15 seconds is very important. So you basically have to guide the user uh, like, a, like a five year old. Right. Five year old uh, enters this game. Uh, he, he would get this game easily. Like, I see lots of text. Um, I would avoid using those, like, see as much text. Maybe adding more graphics, more animation. Right. Um, I still don't know, like, I wish there was, I don't know why there's sometimes arrows and when there's sometimes not arrows. Like, I just think you got to have arrows. So I'm going to try attacking. Because, you know, this reminds me of, like, Clash of Clans and all this stuff. I'm just kind of like, oh, and I'm just not that type of person to play these type of games. It just takes way too long to learn. But I wanted to get to the point where I can show you that was close. I'm looking for one last thing, and I'll tell you what I'm looking for, Masood, is are they telling me to buy certain things, to use gems and stuff? And I think the one thing from a monetization standpoint that I like with all these, like, Clash of Clans type of things is use this gem to build this, right? Like, you're so you're training your user to spend money, and yes. I did not see that. And that's what I was looking for as I was going through this whole tutorial is training my the user to spend money within your app and you didn't do that and i don't even know where to do that like where's the shop button there usually is a shop button and i get it i'm always going to get the comment like you have to go to xyz level before you can do that i get it but that doesn't mean that that's the right way of doing it because how many people are going to get that far anyways right and so so that's there that's the difference between app and games like with apps, you like some users already know why they're downloading this app. Uh, if it's a photo editor, they know they want to edit photos. So if you show the subscription page at the beginning, they may subscribe. But with games, they still don't know what kind of game this is. They don't have any idea uh, what kind of fun they would have. So you have to kind of guide them through the uh, core part of the game, what's the core game, and then uh, push them towards the payment gate. I think you're on mute. Yeah. No, yeah, I was talking to my daughter and she's just out of school now. All right. That's why I'm doing this at home, trying to be dad and take care of my kids at the same time. All right, cool. She's gonna bring over something for me. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's it's training the user and I don't exactly know what I'm doing. Even before I said tap the potato, I thought I was I was tapping this thing in the middle. And it doesn't even look like a potato, but it seems to be working. So anyways. All right. Let's a look at the last atmosphere and we'll have some questions oh, andy what's happening man good to see you and i know a lot of people are talking about things in the comments that's good tim says hello steve hello. Say hi. Grab a chair. hello steve there's lots of talks about download velocity for ios app store ranking any idea if the download velocity cross-pollinate between countries or are they siloed oh good question tim you got a answer for this masood you know, so I have seen mixed uh, like result. Like sometimes it it helps between countries. Sometimes it doesn't. 
Yeah, and I see the same thing. We, it was a friend of mine who, oh, I always call everybody friends. Everybody's friends, okay? But someone in, in the audience, the Marcus, he localized his app and he saw like good traction and increases. And so if you could do it affordably, Tim, I would do that. Dell Velocity does help for, it seems to work. And so there's no real downside to this. Uh, how can you make your, you matter your daughter more than ASO? <laughs> yeah, funny. All right, cool. Uh, cool. Let's go into that last app and then I'll end it with a joke. And my daughter will be, she's seven. She can take care of herself. All right. Ambition ladies. All right. This is pretty racy. I was like, should we, should we have this or should we not? But all right, let's take a look. Look and layout also functionality. It, and I, I have the app and I was kind of like making sure it was safe before I could share it on here too. I don't want to be banned by YouTube. All right. So sexy late models, video magazine, suitable for adult male. That's what the app does. I think what I would recommend without going too much into the app and showing off the app too much, I do have it on my phone just to be safe from that end is the monetization side. Like, think through how you can show it like we talked about before prior to anything else so here let me log into the app do you, do you have the app masood by any chance i don't i don't have the app but i'm on the app page on google okay so how do i log in something is going wrong with my google android phone to share my screen with the android i don't wanna there's some you know photos in there that I want to make sure that does not get me in trouble with YouTube. So you know what? It's not working the, my Android to be able to cast my Android screen. I would just say during the onboarding process, Aesop, I would just try to say, welcome to our app. You kind of talk about everything I get started. And then, you know, you have some videos, you have some models. I get some free access, which is great. Some are the, some of these things are locked. I would try to put more locked stuff instead of just being like one minute of free access. And then to subscribe now at the bottom, try to make it a little bit bigger or even show like what Masu talked about. We know what we're getting into when we downloaded this app. And so maybe show that pop up, that sign up subscribe screen earlier rather than waiting later on, which is the sign up screen right here. Boom. I've hidden the other thing, every, all the other content. So. That's my advice for you. I think layout, beautiful. I like everything else. I think the magazine, super cool. Look and layout looks really cool, but to make more money off of this app, I would show the subscription page a little bit higher on the screen. Cool. All right, Masood, anything else that I missed that you wanna make sure we share? Um, no, I think we have covered all. I want to say congrats on your business, man. What's been the best part of building this app studio? You know, seeing the revenues that you're seeing, what's been the best part for you? Uh, best part is to get some free time for me, being my own boss and get some, uh, yeah. yeah, getting independent. And then any last parting advice for those who want to be in your shoes? 2021, they've got, you know, let's throw this 2020 in the background, but they want to build this successful indie app studio. Be where you're at at the end of this, hopefully be on the YouTube live stream at the end of 2021. What kind of parting advice do you have for the indie app developers out there? Yeah, so for app developers, it's, it's, it's getting very competitive, but I'll also say the opportunities are 
becoming bigger these days because you see people are getting uh, more used to digital products, digital contents. So I would not discourage anyone to not to come to App Store. I would encourage them, but you have to really uh, focus. Uh, if you want to work in the space, you have to be really focused. Yeah. And um, you have to have that entrepreneur mindset. You have to do some, may, may, may have to do some sacrifice and do sorts of things, but you have to have that entrepreneur mindset. You know, I started re-listening to Seth Godin as advice. I got a recommendation from Joe, who's in the audience and part of the academy as well. But she's like, you know, listen, have you listened to this Seth Godin Startup School podcast? I was like, yeah, it's been out since 2012. I listened when it first launched. And I re-listened to it. She's like, you know, it's worth re-listening to because I listened to it a lot. And he talked about the messy middle. And there's a book about it too. But it's always that. Like, we're always so excited in the very beginning, right? And so we're like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. Oh, I found, I did all the research. I did it right. And then you launch it and you're like, oh crap, what the hell is happening? Nothing's going right. And then pivoting and figuring out. And that's where most people fail or quit. It's when it gets hard because it is going to get hard. And how do you get through that hard part and really keep tweaking, keep at it, and then finally find the success? Because there's a lot of downsides to all this too. Yeah. All right, cool. I do, we'll end it. I know my daughter. All right, MS, I am putting ASO above and putting you guys above my daughter right now. All right, let's go into these last questions really quick. Johan, anything that beats Apple search ads when it comes to conversions? Uh, I don't think so, but Apple search ads is getting really expensive these days. So it might be Facebook. It depends on the app, Johan. Yeah, in terms of conversion, Apple search is very good. And I also recommend using Apple search to find out uh, which keywords perform better for you. Which is a, like, which is, I think only Apple search can give you that information. Yeah, agreed. All right. Like, my many websites provide a way to review each other's apps. Oh, if I write two reviews in apps, my game gets two reviews. Is this still a good approach? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Masood? I think, <laughs> I think it's not enough to scale up. That's what I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's small thinking. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't, I didn't want to be rude. Bagesh, I think if you're on a really strict budget, sure, it's good, but I don't think it's going to make or break your business, right? Like, obviously, you need some reviews in the very beginning. That's what you should do. But at the same time, like, if you're putting too much energy on it, then it's probably not good. Like, it's not going to make, it's not going to suddenly make your app and grow and all that stuff. And so don't, don't spend too much time on it. Can you share your one best tip? Yeah, I can. It's called do a YouTube search on five beginner mistakes for ASO. It's a good video that I put out there. All right. Got through the Apple search ad certification, but it's basically the same, same testing videos about discovery. Okay, good. That's good to know, Romain, because I actually was going to go through the Apple search ad certification. All right, guys, let's end it with a joke. Masood, got a good one for you. Again, in the comments. Oh, by the way, if you guys, somebody asks in the audience, hey, you should do a Q&A. This is a Q&A. But if you've got questions for me that you want me to cover in next week's episode or any future episodes, just leave a comment into the YouTube video itself, not just the live chat, because I might not be here. So leave a comment in the YouTube video as well. And help me get to that 15,000 mark. We're almost at the 15,000 subscribers. All right, got a joke for you. Ready for this. Why do triangles... Why won't triangles go on dates with circles? They're pointless. Boom. All right, guys, leave it in the comments what you thought of the joke. Thank you guys so much for joining each and every week. Thank you for being here. I hope this was helpful as well. Masood, if the audience wants to connect with you in any way, do you want to send them anywhere else besides editor.app, which is in the yeah. YouTube description? 
Yeah, they can go to editor.app and I think there is a uh, contact in contact page. So you can go to the contact section and send me an email. I'll get that. Awesome, man. And we are lining up a guest for next week. I'm not sure who it's going to be quite yet, but we will be back next week and then maybe take couple of weeks off for Christmas, but maybe I'll be here. But I'll let you guys know when that happens as well. Thank you guys for joining. I will see you next Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific. Thank you guys and have a great weekend. Have a great week. I'll see y'all soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.